This is Elena in Motion, and you're tuned in to the Millennial Mompreneur Podcast. Let's start the show. y'all welcome back to the millennial mompreneur podcast aka the mill mom podcast where millennial women commit to their growth as ceos of their bodies babies and businesses my name is elena aka elena emotion and i am your host of the show you guys Thank you guys so much for all the love all the support with episode one I am just overwhelmed with gratitude and just it felt really, really good to just finally execute on something that I have been working on for so long and not only just working on it, but just something that I've had a vision for and it started to it's now in motion. And so I'm just so grateful. Thank you all so much who to you who all shared the show, who subscribed, who rated it and reviewed. If you have not rated and reviewed the show, please stop what you're doing right now. Take a pause. You don't even have to take a pause. Just swipe your little phone over and rate and, to, and review right now, please. It really does help the visibility of the show. And it just helps to get the ears that may need to hear some of my journey. And so I'm just excited about where the Mill Mom community and this podcast can go. So again, thank you guys so, so much. And please make sure that you rate and review the show. So a little bit about how I've been feeling this week. So Monday was absolutely crazy. Monday is when the show drops. And that morning, like... I could not eat like I was just like shaking and I was like so nervous. I'm like, oh, my God, you know, like this is finally coming coming out. And I, I'm i originally a dancer. Right. So I danced in college. I danced in the NFL. I I dance in my like my workout. So I'm an artist. So things that I create or things that I co-create, um, I'm very sensitive about kind of like an ATL, you know, I'm sensitive about my, yeah. So like, I totally relate to that because as an artist, it's something that is from your heart. And so to share that much of my heart with so many other people or things and aspects of my life with so many other people that I may not even know is listening, that weight and that feeling was just super overwhelming. So I like just couldn't eat. Uh, that morning and I was just nervous Uh, but I was just so happy and excited and I got this huge surge of just confidence to just keep going um, after I released it and not even until I got feedback or anything it was just after I released it into the atmosphere I just got this surge of confidence I got my topic for this week I was able to do so many things that day. I got to work out. I went, I did a workout, a really hard workout. I did so many things with Eden that day. I was super productive and it just felt really, really good to execute in on a vision. Now, don't ask me about the rest of the week. Okay. (laughs) 
the rest of the week has been so crazy. So this is week two of the quarantine. And I feel like it's been week like eight or something because so Eden and I are used to just being out. So I'm with her majority of the day. I don't really like using the word. I think I said this last time. I don't really like using the word stay at home mom just because it's like I'm not at home. And I feel like the the context of that, everybody thinks that, you know, you're at home eating bonbons and all other stuff. But really the stay at home mom, the millennial mom who's staying, excuse me, that is staying at home. They're usually teaching, doing activities, cleaning and, and doing everything that needs to be done, being CEOs of their houses. Um, and so anyway, Eden and I are so used to just being out. Like we be out in these streets, y'all. We be hitting this, we be hitting that. And so I think it finally hit us a little bit more this week because it has been such an adjustment. Like my energy levels are all the way down like Eden's been going stir crazy a little bit. So I had to even buckle down even more and get more organized. So I've been writing in my planner, uh, just activities back to back. And I don't really do times so much because I feel like there's so many things in between that like I would stress myself out if I did certain times we do this on every single thing. I've tried it before and it just has not worked for me. But we did one activity like I would list one activity after the other of things that we would do the night before. And then I would write on the side my to-do list of things that I need to work on within my business. And then um, I would do like something if I was doing a workout today or if I was doing a rest, like which workout am I doing or what? I'm just going to rest. I'm going to probably have to cook something today, yada, yada. So it's just been forcing me to buckle down and try to organize the day a lot more and it's been a lot the weather the weather has helped a little bit going outside tiring her out relaxing me so you know I'm just hoping that it gets better and that as I set the foundations (laughs) set the foundations in this new system that things would just flow a lot better um nothing's gonna be perfect but I'm just believing that it'll flow a lot better and I think that's all um that's been just going on with me for real I'm just feeling like a mix of confidence a mix of tire a mix of I gotta keep going it's just a lot so I'm just sorting out those feelings right now but I'm excited for today's show so speaking of confidence that is what we're going to be talking about today so my journey with confidence has been one that has gone up and down, up and down for a very long time. And if you are somebody who is starting a new journey in your life, whether it doesn't even have to be a business, but whether it's like a fitness journey. So, you know, you're trying to get in shape and you're really trying to get into it, uh, whether it be you're going back to school. So you're really trying to get your education again. And like if you're open like me, if you're starting a business, you're you're trying to do something in a, in a new territory that may not be so familiar to you. And you it might make you a little bit uncomfortable. So that's where my journey has been within like the last six to seven months. So I mentioned before in the last podcast that I had resigned as a founding partner of the fitness studio that I was working with. So it was me and four other people. We were founding members of the company and I was working with three members who had their MBA from 
a reputable um a reputable school and so I was like, okay, when I first got into the deal, I was like, okay, like this could be good. We could be really successful Um, because in my eyes, you know, the way that I had been trained like growing up is that education is pretty much everything. My grandparents were educators. My parents both have advanced degrees and so does my sister. So I just assumed that people who have these degrees, people who are really advanced in this and not saying that this this isn't true but I just assumed that you know they would know more than I do and I had been mind you I had been the only one that had worked in the fitness industry before and so what I started to do was I started to minimize myself because I don't have an advanced degree like so I just started kind of to minimize myself my accomplishments the things that I've been through my journey and the things that I have learned although they were like top-notch experiences uh, within the industry and so as God was pushing me and nudging me uh, towards the end of last year to leave I like didn't want to And I realized that I didn't want to leave for a couple of reasons. One, because I loved all the instructors that I had trained and I loved every member that walked through those doors. Like I'm a people person. So whenever I meet someone, whenever I'm serving someone in any capacity, in any capacity, especially things that I'm passionate about. And I know that I can truly change and have an effect on someone's life. Then me and whoever that person is like, I feel like I'm in service to you, you know, in that capacity. And so I really connected, became friends with a lot of the people that were members. And then I really loved my instructors. But I really felt like the vision that God was giving me, it was starting to torment me. Because it was just becoming so big and I was in a space where I could not execute the vision in the way that it was supposed to be executed. And so I don't know about you if you've ever been in a space where, you know, even if you're at home or even if you're, you know, you're in the day to day grind of being a mom out here you're killing it at the house or you're working or whatever but you have this vision of where you want your life to be or who you envision yourself to be and those visions are no mistake those visions are no mistake and the thing is if you don't act on those things or you're not working towards those things it will really start to torment you and I really felt like that's where I was like I was really sad during that time because I was torn about how I felt and then number two so I said number one was like I really connected with the people that I was serving my instructors and my members and then number two I just really crippled up or I really just locked up and felt crippled because I lacked the confidence to believe in myself and in the vision that God gave me. And so I've been working through those feelings and I have worked through those feelings a great deal um, because I'm here now and I'm still working on the launch of my fitness business. But I have worked through those things within those last six to seven months. And that's what I'm going to share with you guys today is five ways that I have gained the confidence to start. So let's get right into it. 
So number one for me, I realized was my belief system. So earlier I mentioned, like a couple of minutes ago, I mentioned how like I was raised in a household where like education was everything. And yes, education is an amazing tool in that. Yes, we needed education. Okay, yes, I totally agree. But I was raised in the fact, I was raised in a house where it was like, all this extracurricular stuff that you're doing, this dance that you're doing or whatever, that's cool. But you better make sure you get your education. You need to be out here. And so it was to the point where I would minimize my gifts. I would minimize my passion. I wouldn't speak up on it because I wanted to please the people that were closest to me in my life. And that was, you know, my parents and my parents are freaking awesome. I love them. Um, but that was just me as a young, as a kid. It's just that, you know, this, this dance is cool or whatever, even though I could have, I couldn't imagine my life without dancing. I couldn't imagine my life without moving my body. And so I, in a way, I suppressed a lot of my dreams, a lot of my passion, um, all the way until I, I was a, like a young adult. And then I started getting into fitness in a way where my dancing could really affect change in people's lives. Like people telling me that, you know, I got them through law school and all these other things. And I'm just like, wow, like I did that, like the, my gifts were able to do that. And so for the longest time and even up until last year, I truly believe that my gifts were not important, that my passion was not meaningful, that it couldn't produce or wouldn't reap a harvest monetarily, spiritually, or things that, you know, I couldn't see in, in my legacy. And I truly internalized those feelings from a young child all the way into adulthood. And I realized that even like just the accepting a pay or a percentage that was just way below of what I was contributing to the growth and the success of what was producing, you know, at the last place that I was at. And so, you know, God was opening my eyes and was like, listen, like I gave you these gifts, you know, these gifts are important. And you have to, you, for you to be able to get to the next season in your life, you have to believe that. And so I looked at the things that triggered me. So I went back to my childhood. Like, this is the only reason I know is because I had to go back and look at the things that, that, that triggered me to believe that my gifts weren't important or what I was doing wasn't worth anything or wouldn't reap a harvest or wouldn't reap anything significant. So, um, you know, that is something that I've had to to definitely wake up and tell myself, like, girl, you better believe in yourself. OK, because you out here, you can you have this gift. You can really use it to affect change in other people. And so that's the first thing that I had to do was really challenge and look at my belief system and then go from there. So after I looked at my belief system, the second thing I looked at was my identity and who did I believe that I was like, where did I tie my source of value to? And like I said before, education, like I was like, oh, I need to be doing this or money or the status, you know, the superficial things that can easily change or be taken away from you. And so I, I don't like I said I don't have an advanced degree I don't 
I'm just not, I'm not in that place of I'm a a multimillionaire or whatever, because I definitely had this vision, y'all, that I was going to be popping with like two nannies by the time I had kids, (laughs) a big old house, all this, all this stuff. But really, it's like all those things. I mean, besides education, of course, you can't take that away from any, anyone, but I was really valuing myself based on the things that the world valued and called great. Um, And yes, those things are great. Those things are so great. But it was to the point where I was diminishing or minimizing my gifts or what I had or what my journey was. And so that's something that I had to settle within myself. I had to see who God called me to be. I had to figure out what is it or who does God say that I am? Because for me, my belief in God, God never changes. And even if you don't believe in God, you have to to find something that can can center you, something that will never change. Because if you put your identity in something that that is ever changing, like money, the car that you drive, the house that you live in, all those things that can literally be taken away in an instant. And if coronavirus has not taught you anything, this should it should teach you that. Like you can have your health taken away in an instant. You can have your job that supports the cars, that supports the house, that supports those luxury trips taken away in an instant. You just never know what can happen. And so if you if you know you put your identity in those things, then if you lose something, then it's gone. And so to get and to really operate in the next phase and the next season of your life and do it well and to start the business and, and any and everything that you need to, to do to be successful, you have to know who you are and have to have your identity on lock. And I'm not saying that I know everything about myself, but I have rooted enough in my foundation and who I am in Christ that I'm not going to be out here, you know, twerking photogram in my my uh, booty shorts. Like, that's just not something I would do because I know that like my identity, that's that's not me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out here like that, you know, and I ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong, you know, with somebody else do that. But that's not me. So that's not what I'm on right now. So really settling your identity so that way you can just know who you are in every season of your life. And that's exactly what I had to do. My third point is accepting your story. Accepting my story was very hard for me. Like I said, in like a couple of points ago, I had a dream that like I was going to be like, I envisioned myself to be like, you know, the modern day Beyonce. Like I was popping with two nannies. We on a private jet. We on luxury. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but that's what I'm going to get. So, you know, when that didn't happen, I got, you know, I, when I moved to Atlanta, I moved into an apartment and like in DC, I had five fitness jobs. I was good. You know, like I was doing pretty well for myself and I moved here. It was really hard for me to break in because no one knew me, you know, at the time, but it was really hard for me to break into the fitness industry here. So I was like, what is going on? So I moved into an apartment. Alec and I were still dating and I got pregnant. And, you know, we got married and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to keep working or I'm going to keep instructing or whatever. 
And I didn't really like the job that I was at in the first place, but it was really good money. And I was like, it is totally not worth being an hour or two away from my newborn baby to be at this place that I really don't like. So I'm just going to have to trust God and figure it out. And that's what I did. Yes, I was crying a lot. It was a lot of sleepless nights, whatever. But it was so hard for me from the time that I started teaching classes again. It was like 10 months, almost a year to really accept my story. And I I think for me, I'm such a visionary because I had this vision of my head that I was going to have this bomb wedding. We still gonna have a wedding though. So, but I was going to have this bomb wedding that I was going to have, um, you know, all this help to help me with my kids. So I'm gonna have a popping career by the ha- by the time I have a child. And for that situation to not be set up in that way, it was so disappointing for me at the time because I was like, I had this such strong vision. And I just had to accept, I had to learn how to accept and find the joy and the beauty of my story. And when I learned, and I when I really accepted the fact that, look, like, I got all this time with Eden. I didn't miss any, really, of her milestones besides, like, her first steps, whatever, but won't get into that. But, like, I didn't miss any of her milestones. Like, I was able to be there. Yes, I was working 12 to 14-hour days because we couldn't afford childcare when I went to work, but... I was still there for every moment of of time that I could never, ever get back. And then after that, it was like, okay, 10 months in, you know, 10 months after I had my child, I was able to start teaching again. You know, my body had changed. I wasn't as confident, but I got to start teaching a format that I created. And it was like, at that point, I was getting experiences creating and sharing that creation and then teaching people and then leading people. And it's like, my story has so many things that have set me up, that has set me up for where I am now and where I'm going. And so I th- my message, I guess, is to you is to just find out the things that have been hard for you to accept, find the joy in them, find the beauty of them, and they'll give you hints to where you are and the things that you're supposed to be learning and then where you're going to go. So that is point three. That is accepting your story. Number four is make sure you're studying to be a master. And this is so important. I think, you know, I mentioned last week that I got recertified. I got certified as an, by the American Council of Exercise. And during that process, I had to refresh my memory on so many things. I relearned some things that I could implement in my new fo- fitness format that I'm going to be um, rolling out later on this year. And I was like, I think for me, the last six months when that was something that I was like really insecure about. I was like, man, I don't have my certification. And, you know, I've been doing this for five years, last couple years, you know, or the last year or however many months it was, I haven't had my certification. Like I need to be studying up on that. And it's so true. It's like, how are you going to share or how are you going to teach or how are you going to effectively operate and really grow and give something of value if you really don't have a depth of knowledge and the things that you're sharing or talking about. 
And I feel like we're in such a, a culture right now that people are just putting any and everything out, out, hoping that something will pop. And there, of course, there are a lot of people who are genuine and know their stuff. But there are people out here that are just throwing stuff out there just to see something will pop and get likes or get clout. And it's like, no, you need to study the things that you're passionate about. You know, and it doesn't mean that you have to be a complete expert, but it's like if this is something that you said that you love to do, then how how are you really going to be successful or how are you really going to gain the confidence to speak boldly about something that you barely even know anything about? So that was where I was at. I didn't really feel comfortable speaking boldly on some things because I didn't have my credentials or even just the refresher or having the knowledge at the top of my head uh, to really share with people that I say that I am serving or, you know, that I care about. And so that's what really motivated me as well. So right now I'm even studying another type of bar technique just to see what other types of bar techniques there are. I'm also studying um, after that, I'm going to be studying pre and postnatal. So I'm just making sure that like I have the things or I'm studying the things that I say that I care about so I can be a bigger blessing to the people that will be on the receiving end of these things. So definitely studying, definitely studying and studying to be a master at the things that you say that you care about and you want to do, right? So don't be coming up here talking about some, this how you do this, girl, you don't know nothing about that. You studied that for like two days, okay? So really study and really grow and really develop your passion um, through knowledge. And then my last thing is taking care of my body. So the last five months, I haven't had you know, working out was obviously part of my job, but the last five months I have been home. So I've been having to do at home workouts. I might have, I might maybe could slip into a workout class or two outside of the home, but I have been mostly responsible of making sure that I'm taking care of myself physically. And I know for some of you that this may be that this may be something that's harder for you, but I'm telling you that moving your body and moving it freely and it just builds up your confidence, especially after you have a baby. You know, your body goes through so many changes and through those changes, sometimes you can lose your confidence, you know, and that goes back to the things that you didn't realize that you valued you, you know, your belief system of like, my body is what makes me hot or popping. But, you know, it could diminish or come for somebody's confidence. And so once you learn to move in a way that is not really because you hate your body, but because you love it, like you throwing it back, you popping it. Yeah, 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 yes. Because you love your body and not because you hate it. And you're embracing the new changes that, has have that has gone on in your body since you know you became a mother and a lot of times you'll find if you find something that you love or you do things with the right motive so if you're moving because you know what I'm trying to embrace this thing I'm trying to get back to me and myself then you'll notice that like your body will change and it may not change to where it was before you had a child but it will change for the better and so definitely moving your body and making sure that you're taking care of yourself. Not only that, but I know moving my body, like just getting a good workout in gives me a lot more energy, you know, as long as I don't go too ham. But, you know, getting a good workout in gives you that energy that you need to accomplish the tasks that are at hand. 
So that's my last one. Those are all my points for today. I'm gonna go over them real, real quick. So number one is your belief system. Who do you believe that you are? Do you believe that your gifts are valid? Do you believe that your passion is is worthy? Or do you believe that your vision is strong enough? And if you don't, you need to find out why. What are those triggers? What have you really set yourself up to believe is good? What have you set yourself up to believe is right? And if you don't believe what you have is valuable or special, then no one else will. Um, Number two, your identity. What have you tied to as your source of value? Is it superficial things? Is it your your car, your house, money, or your looks? Things that can literally change in an instant. So making sure that you settle your identity in something that never changes. Number three, accepting your story. Yes, it may not have been the perfect ideal situation when you had your child. It may not have been the perfect ideal situation, you know, with the relationship that you were in. But what is your story telling you about the season that you're in and where you're going to go? And then number four is making sure that you're you're studying for mastery, making sure that you are researching everything that you said that you're passionate about, what you need to give to people. You don't want to half give anything to anybody. So making sure that you're taking time to do what you need to do so that way you can be confident and speak boldly on the things that you care about. And number five is taking care of your body. Your body may have changed after having a baby, but baby, that body's still popping and you got to show it love. You got to show it love so you can get that energy to do what you need to do. All right, y'all. So that was the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much. And I hope that you got something out of this week's episode. Again, if you guys have any questions, go ahead and DM me on the Mill Mom Instagram or you can email me at themillmom at gmail.com. All of these notes from these five points are in the show notes as well as uh, ways that you can get in contact with us to ask questions, making sure that you're subscribing and sharing and reviewing and rating. Thank you guys. I will talk to y'all next week.